Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 209 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we're going to talk about some weather-related news in my family. We're going to talk about some exciting, very exciting news for the Shankles. We're going to be a little reflective even as we look back on this past year and as we think about our perspective going forward. And... We're also going to talk about five of my current favorite things. So look at the variety right here in this episode. As always, we invite you to take a look at our Amazon shop at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. It's where we put a lot of the things that we mention on our episodes. And as always, we thank you so much for being here. We're so glad you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 209. Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. It's November 2nd. Yeah, it is. I keep thinking, well, because you just said you're like, what are we going to talk about? And I thought, well, we're going to talk. And then come the day that this actually comes out on Wednesday, who knows what the world's going to look like? Who knows? Who but knows? Who knows? Who knows? But here, here's what I'm going to tell you all. <laughs> this is this is this is what we're going to hang on to. We do not hope as the world hopes. Um, and we ultimately know that Jesus wins. So Listen, wherever we find I ourselves, you, I thought you were going to take, take it to a chin up America. That's what I was well, going to take it. And chin up America. Listen, just go and with it, it. And I go back to when we did the chin up America t-shirt, somebody emailed me and was like, what does this mean? And I said, whatever you need it to mean. It's like, <laughs> yep. I said, Melanie and I might even think of chin up differently at this stage in our lives. But if, if, if you need it to mean like, it's all going to be great. It can mean that if you need it to mean like, you're going to, you're going to have to make a conscious effort to, to pick yourself up and move forward. It can mean that like it's yeah. a versatile phrase. It's a versatile phrase. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? It's all... It, I, it's all going to be okay. No matter what, it's all going to be okay. I just, I, I believe that no matter what. And so if you find yourself celebrating today or you find yourself in the bed today, I'm going <laughs> to tell you, it's all going to be okay. Right. So. right. Well, we, it's kind of nice that we're recording this episode before we have any idea how things are going to play out. Like whatever drama is ahead, we don't know. No. You know, it's kind of like the last episode we recorded before the, the quarantine started. We didn't know. We no. didn't know what was ahead. No, so, we didn't know the whole world was about to change. And there's something, there's something sweet in that. You that's know, really, like, what bless, a tender time. We can what? look back and go, oh, bless your heart. That's right. What a tender time this is. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, isn't, isn't that the truth? Okay. Something is going on at my house. Give me like two seconds to okay. see real quick what's happening. Hold on. I'll be right back. I started this and nobody was at my house and then it got very loud and I didn't know what was happening, but we're, I'm going to tell you that we're, we're at a level 10 to level two situations right now across the board. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So um, anyway, and now Mabel has decided to join me. So we're just, it's just calm and breezy over here is what I'm telling you. Welcome Mabel. Yes. Thanks. Welcome to the podcast. Uh -huh. um, okay. So y'all had homecoming last week. We did. And before we had homecoming, we had, um, we had Zeta coming through. Yes. We, had, we, we had Zeta adjacent coming through, however you want to look at that. Um, so I woke up, you know, I've, I've, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I've been having a really hard time sleeping. Yes. And yeah, I believe I, you mentioned that. Uh, and I've decided it's stress. It's uh, no matter what I read before I go to bed in those little nanoseconds before I fall asleep, my brain wants to get ahead of me a little bit in terms of, you know, just everything's been so calm lately. You know, it's yeah, hard really to has. imagine that there's anything to fret about 
and I'm not a person who likes to worry, but I just yeah. start kind of cataloging all the stuff going on. So, um, which, which led to me trying to, I think last week when we recorded, I had not slept the night before. And then I kind of slept yeah. the next night. I really didn't sleep, mm-hmm. but I took some, my friend Casey brought me some melatonin gummies to like, she okay. brought them to school. Like you need to take two of these. Well, I didn't realize it, but it was about six times the amount of melatonin I normally take. <laughs> so when I, 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 maybe that was Monday, I don't remember, but all I know is the next day I felt like somebody had beaten me with wet towels. Oh, I can't even imagine. I, I didn't sleep great and all that kind of stuff. Jamie Golden, as she tends to, to do when it comes to anything related to skincare or cosmetics, um, also had some wisdom to offer me in terms of melatonin and sleep. And so I got myself straightened out, but okay. I woke up Thursday morning, like at 12 and realized that our power had gone off and I felt like somebody was in the house now, oh, oh. <laughs> but oh. I knew nobody was in the house, but it just like, I was just hearing a lot of noises. Yes. Well, what I didn't know, what what I realized the next morning about six was I think what woke me up was a tree that fell across our driveway. Mm-hmm. Which so, makes sense. That's that's logical conclusion. It is. It is. And so, because I was kind of up for a few hours and finally went back to sleep, then woke up at six and um, realized there was a tree down in our driveway. So I texted um, my my boss Sean and um, and my friend Brian that I work with and said, "Hey." Uh, I've got a tree down and Sean was like, I've got my chainsaw. I'll be right over. (laughs) And and I was like, no, 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 it's fine. David's going to call our tree guy. And Sean was like, no, I've got my chainsaw. I'll be right over. And he was here like within 10 minutes, you know, outside just chopping that thing up. And it only dawned on me later. And I told you this later on Thursday that he was here so quickly. He had to have come here from school which yeah. made me realize that he had put his chainsaw in his truck before he even left the house. And mm-hmm. the next day I said, Hey, you put your chainsaw in your truck when you left the house Thursday morning. He was like, well, you never know when you're going to need it. So, um, so he helped us get that all cleared out. And then daddy actually came over here for homecoming, which was oh. very unexpected. We didn't know if it was going to work out. And he, and he, you know, has had a lot of concerns about, the virus and he's tried to be so careful and I mean, you know, he's in his 80s. So yeah, it's not anything he wants to, to run into, but he decided he was going to come over. So he drove over. Um, I guess he came over Friday. I spent all day okay. Thursday because my power was out at school and I couldn't, my office was um, dark. I ran uh-huh. around and got pumpkins and mums and all this kind of stuff to decorate the entrance to the stadium, which was very fun. And then decorated all Friday morning. And then daddy came over Friday afternoon. We ended up sitting on the visitor side. So we weren't kind of in the, in the, you know, in the bigger group of people Mm -hmm. on the home side and just had a delightful time. And then he left Saturday morning, but we had a great visit. It was good to see him. I think, Oh, that's good. I mean, we hadn't had anybody spend the night at our house since the beginning of the year. You know, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird to think about. And so I kind of went to that mode where, you know, you're getting ready and you're fluffing everything up. And I hadn't been in that mode in so long because nobody's been here. So it was kind of, it was kind of fun. I woke up Saturday morning and cooked breakfast and what a novelty, what a novelty company. So, and visited and, um, so it was really good. It was sweet. We had a, we had a delightful time and I always love a homecoming, you know, it's just, it's, um, there's just something nostalgic about it. So, yeah. And we won the game, which was great. We had a great game and it was, it was fun. Okay. That is good. That's Mm -hmm. good. Well, um, okay. I need to let Mabel out real quick because she's decided now she'd like to leave Okay. open her opposable thumbs aren't working. So hold on real quick. Hold on. Hey everybody. It's me taking a quick break to tell you about hydrant because staying hydrated is crucial for a healthy lifestyle. The days are getting shorter right now. It's colder and your energy's lower because it gets dark so early. We all know that we should drink more water, but by the time you feel thirsty, it's too late, especially in this cooler weather. You're already dehydrated, you can't focus, and you feel tired. Plus, I tend to try to hydrate with pumpkin spice lattes, and that's not really an effective hydration strategy. 
Being hydrated is important because it increases your brain power and it boosts your productivity. It prevents headaches, it increases your focus, it improves your skin, which is important to me, and it improves my mood, which is important to my family. It helps with digestion and it gives you energy. And a lot of times, by the time you realize you're not hydrated, it's too late to get ahead of it. Hydrant has created a refreshing electrolyte powder that you mix directly into water to more efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. It hydrates you quickly and keeps you going for longer. With the four essential electrolytes your body needs, sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc, it packs a punch to help your body hydrate fast and stay hydrated. It's made with real fruit juice powder and it's so refreshing. It comes in a new keto-friendly lemonade and pink grapefruit with no added sugar. And for an extra boost, try new Hydrant Immunity. It contains vitamins A, B6, B12, C, and D, along with ginger and turmeric. Water meets wellness in a vitamin-packed drink mix that you can drink hot during these chillier months. It comes in a lemon ginger or a hot apple cider, and I love that you can drink it warm from a mug, which feels so cozy, and you're hydrating at the same time. The hot apple cider is the perfect flavor for fall, and we love it around here. It's total immune support. You really need to try it for yourself to see what I'm talking about. It tastes great, and it works. We've got a special deal for our listeners to save 25% off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com slash bigboo or enter our promo code bigboo at checkout. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T dot com slash bigboo and enter promo code bigboo for 25% off your first order. Thanks Hydrant for sponsoring the Big Boo cast. Hydrant is where water meets wellness. So homecoming was a, a rousing success, but you are actually the person who has the bigger news okay. because yes. you, you texted me. Was that, that was Thursday night, I think. Thursday right? night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thursday night. So we got the news. So it's kind of funny. So we found out on Thursday night, actually I found out on Wednesday, but Caroline did not find out until Thursday that she officially got accepted to Texas A&M for next year. So yay, cue that. I mean, I was like, I told Perry, I said, I don't even know what I'm going to worry about. This is what I've been worried about for 17 years. Like I've been worried about it since the day she was born. And now it's like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm done. We did our, our work here is finished. That's right. And what, what people may not know is that you have really been on top of it with this process. Like you have, (laughs) you have really really been on top of it really and and so I would like to say congratulations to you as well because thank you thank you I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm excited that we're in I uh, it's like I texted uh I texted Ree because she wanted to know and I said Caroline got into A&M and she was so excited and I said I'm about to have the best four years of my life and I said hopefully it will be hers as well like (laughs) listen fingers crossed Caroline but your mama's about to live it up I'm about uh, to have a really good time, but it was really fun because we had, um, so it's, you know, you go through the whole process and we've stressed because this year has been so weird with COVID and, and test scores and when you can test and, you know, all of that stuff. And so, um, and normally, um, because I knew that like automatic acceptances get in early, but a lot of times you don't hear till like February. So I really mm-hmm. had prepared all of us that I was like, it may be February before we know something. So you just have to sit in that unknown and hope that it's going to work out. But, um, but I know that there's a, you have a portal. And so I had known from my research, I have done all these different forums that when your portal changes from three tabs to six tabs, that means you're about to find out you've been accepted. Mm. I told Perry that Wednesday morning, cause I saw it pop up and he was like, do not say a word. He was like, do not tell her that she's in until it says, congratulations, mm-hmm. you've been admitted. And so I was like, okay, I won't, you know, I won't say anything. I'll keep it quiet. And I mean, which, you know, how, what good I do at that. It was really, but I didn't tell anybody, like I, I did not tell a soul. I didn't tell gully. I didn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday, I kept waiting because the application kept saying it's under review, it's under review. So everybody kept saying, oh, no, it switches, it'll switch over. And so about four o'clock on Thursday, it switched. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, like she's been admitted. And it said, you've been admitted. And, um, and so Caroline, she was coming home. So I told Perry, I said, when she gets home, there was a, our homecoming game was Thursday night because mm-hmm. we don't have a home stadium right now. So, um, 
so I said, she's going to be wanting to leave for the football game. So I said, but when she gets home, I need to figure out a way to make her go check the portal. And so she called and she was like, Hey, I'm on my way home from Starbucks or from my way home from soccer. You do y'all want Starbucks? And I was like, no, we don't want anything from Starbucks. <laughs> and so she stopped and then she calls like 15 minutes later. And she's like, Hey, I decided to go get my car inspected. So I'll be home. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, for the love. I need you to get home. Like Perry and I are both just sitting at the kitchen island, like dying where it's Mm -hmm. like, I need you to get home. Like, why on all days are you being responsible and getting your car inspected? And so she came in. And so I was trying to play it real breezy because Perry was like, you're going to give it away. And I was like, (laughs) I'm really not. I'm going to be so good. So I was like, so what are your plans for tonight? Like, what are you going to go do? What's the deal and whatever. And I said, oh, by the way, I said, um, I heard this, there's something going on with the howdy portal for A&M. That's what it's called. And I said, there's something going on. And like some people's academic records are getting a check mark or like getting a red X by them. I said, you need to double check. And she was like, okay. And so she pulls up her computer and she's sitting there and like, all of a sudden it, like she looks in like her face and she just goes, what does you've been admitted mean? <laughs> we, were like, <laughs> we were like, it means you've been admitted. And she fell to the ground and started sobbing. I mean, oh. it, she's worked so hard for it. I mean, God, it's, it's, it's what she's wanted. It's like, she set her goal for it. It's what she wanted. And so I think it was just the combination of like, I mean, let's be honest, a COVID senior year is kind of a crappy senior year. Mm. Um, There wasn't a homecoming dance. There wasn't any, you know, and so I think to just have this light where it's like, okay, look, you did it. Like this Mm -hmm. is, you know, and I think there've been so many times that she's had, you know, like all kids, like disappointments and things that didn't work out the way she wanted. And I think just to get that was just, I mean, it's just, she was thrilled and we're thrilled for her. And so it was it was happy times at the Shankle house. Listen, it was happy times at the Hudson house. I know. Well, well, and I cried and <laughs> then I yelled down the hall to David. I was like, mm-hmm. Caroline got an A&M and he yelled back. That's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. So happy for her. I know we were so happy. And so I will tell you that by Friday morning, about 10 30 AM, I was over at Gully's house drinking champagne is what Aww. I'm going to tell you. That's where we were, but it was just, it's so funny to see it. Like, it's just, God, it's kind of, and I think that's why my view was like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. No matter what happens, because it was just that moment of joy where it's like, gosh, she's wanted this for so long. And I've seen her work and we've cried so many tears over it. And we've been so stressed. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and boy, now you want to talk about senioritis. She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. later. I'm yeah. done. She's got one like, foot out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, so that was super exciting. And then that night was our homecoming game. And our football team won and she got to go and she said it was the most normal thing. It felt like the most normal thing she had done this year. So I think just having that on top of it. And of course she was so happy and she got to be with her friends and the team won and all that stuff. So it was, it was a good weekend here. This episode of the Big Boo Cast is brought to you by Magic Spoon. One of my very favorite things freshman year of college was living in the dorm and realizing that the dining hall had a cereal bar. It was magical. It's basically what I ate to survive that entire year. I ate all manner of cereals morning, noon, and night because cereal is delicious and easy. But then I had to give it up because I realized it was full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat and it was making my pants feel sad. The older I get, the more I'm trying to cut down on carbs, sugar, unhealthy food, and realized I basically can't eat just anything anymore. But we have recently brought back cereal night to the Shankle House on Sunday nights, and it's my favorite for us to all sit down with a bowl of cereal because I don't have to cook. It's so important to start your day off with a good breakfast, but you can enjoy Magic Spoon any time of day, and it's our very favorite thing around here. That's why we love Magic Spoon. It has zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. It comes in four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, and it actually tastes good. Honestly, it's too good to be true. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. You can grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash bigboo and use the code bigboo for free shipping. That's magicspoon.com slash bigboo. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring the Big Boo Cast. 
I am real tempted to put in that clip of Caroline talking about the bad traffic um, <laughs> in San Antonio. San Antonio got bad traffic. <laughs> but I'm not. And now she's going to college. And now I mean, she's going to college. What on earth? Hey, Caroline, Alex. I mean, listen. How did we get here? It's a blip. It is. How did we get here? Mm -hmm. I know. It's just hard to believe. It's like, and I think last week it was the whole thing because we did cap and gown pictures on Tuesday. I knew Wednesday she had gotten into A&M. Thursday we told her and I was like, gosh, this all, like all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is real. Like this Mm -hmm. is really happening, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, but I'm so excited for her and it's so fun to all of a sudden get, you know, all the we're getting all the stuff and we've already registered for new student conference. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just fun and like figuring out like we're in line for housing. So we have to go back in at a certain time to, you know, pref dorms and all that stuff. And I'm just like, I can't believe that we're, this is really all happening. I can't believe it. I know. I can't. We're so excited. And then the Aggies pulled out what I'm going to say was a (laughs) decisive win. Listen, not even, not even a worry in that thing. Didn't, I'm going to tell you the first series when we went, we didn't go three and out, but pretty much we went three and out the first series and then they went and scored. I was like, well, here we go. Like here, here we go. But then after that, we like came right back. We scored and like, I was relaxed the rest of the night. I never felt worried. I was like, what is this odd feeling during a Razorback game to feel so relaxed and and to feel like your team is dominant? I I cannot say that I felt the same about State's game. (laughs) versus the University of Alabama. No. But I, mean, I can also say that, you know, I just feel like we're, we're just going to chalk this year up to turning the ship around. Yeah. And, you know, it, you turn a ship slowly, gradually. That's right. Doesn't That's right. happen quickly. Um, That's right. So we're just going to sit back and, and look for some incremental progress. I did see, I can't remember where, but one of the players said that after the game, that some of the guys on offense said they felt like they were just like right on the verge of feeling the offense click. Mm. And I thought, well, that'll be a good thing when that happens. You yeah. Know, I guess it's like, like geometry was for me. You know, I didn't understand geometry at all for the first part of my ninth grade year. And then one yeah. day it was like a light switch flipped on and I was like, Oh, I get it. So maybe that's what it's like to play for a Mike Leach offense. I don't know. That's what I think. I think it's a lot of moving parts. And I think Mm -hmm. that the problem is, is that in this, in this hurry up culture that we live in, I think everybody wants. That's the best best opening line for a college essay. In this hurry up culture in which we live, comma. In the dawn of time. One might (laughs) suspect yeah, I think I think you're onto something. Mm-hmm. But but I do think that there's this thing of everybody wants a coach to come in, and there have been coaches that have done it, where it's like an immediate turnaround, like sure. even like a coach Pittman in Arkansas, like he's made immediate progress there. And now they still have a ways to go based on Saturday night, which is a little shade I'm going to throw out there. But <laughs> I was going to say I felt a cloud <laughs> come over <laughs> just now, man. I'm going to say Arkansas is a different team already, but I think with a Mike Leach and a complicated offense, and I think when you're inheriting players that you didn't recruit, and I think in the midst of what is a weird year, you didn't have the time to develop, you didn't have spring ball, you didn't have all Mm -hmm. of that stuff. I just think it takes time. Like, I think it takes time to get your guys. I think it takes time to change a culture to what you want it to be. And, you know, I think 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 the biggest thing is that he is trying, I mean, and I understand but he's running an offense that guys didn't come into play. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so you've got, you, you don't necessarily have personnel that might match your needs. And mm-hmm. so, but he'll get it straightened out. I believe he'll get it straightened out. I, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be fun to, to see what A&M does. It's going to be fun. It's even fun right now for me to see what Ole Miss is doing. Um, yes. And so it, they're going to be, they're going to be bright spots. You know, I'll, I'll always cheer for Auburn. Um, yeah. So they'll be bright spots. Yeah. It's just some years are just, and you know, it's funny because the Aggies, we moved up to number seven and like on ESPN, they were talking about like, we could be a playoff contender and blah, blah, blah. And like several people have been very sweet and they've messaged me and they're like, they're talking about the Aggies. And I just, this is what I respond. Thank you. <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like smiley face because I'm like, I cannot acknowledge it. I can't 
give into it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of football left is what I'm going to tell you. A lot well, of football left. Listen, when you've known the kind of heartache we've known because of the sports, right? That's right. You just, you got to keep those expectations measured. It, yeah. it'll get away from you fast. Um, says the person who has sat a state literally played for a national championship in women's basketball and watched them lose in the last few seconds. That's right. Um, same with the college world series. Like you just, let's just, everybody, let's just, you know, let's just be mm-hmm. crazy. Let's yeah. Nothing to yeah. see here. Hold it loosely. We have to hold it loosely. And mm-hmm. here's what I know. Jesus wins <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> You are, you are really gearing up for tomorrow. You are <laughs> really are across really... the board, wherever our disappointments may lie. Mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. wins is what mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Do you know, I realized this past weekend, I have, I mean, obviously we have a good many books in our house and um, what with everybody loving to read and all, but I, you know, I have used Paul David Tripp's New Morning Mercies forever. And I really love it as a devotional book, you know, and it's one of those things like you go back and you get something different out of it every single time. But mm-hmm. the other day I was like, I, I don't, I think I need, a, I need a different voice. And so I went and looked at my books and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do everyday holy. And oh. so, because I have read bits and pieces of it, yes, but I've never just like sat down with it and read it morning to morning to morning. Okay. Let me just say, first of all, it's great. Second of all, it's the weirdest thing. Because it's you. Like, so of course I read it like you, you know, yes. like I, I hear you when I read it. Yes. And I'm very aware as I read, Melanie is teaching me. Yeah. Teaching me this morning. Let's see what lesson Melanie has to share this morning. But I love it. I love it so nice i like that look i love look who's starting our day together we're starting our day together i know but i just then i got tickled because i was like i i it it should have been so obvious like you know in those times when i've thought i really i i want think i want a new devotional book like it's been right there all along but yes. i just have never i've never gone to it day after day after day and okay so, anyway so listen we're gonna well, we're going to be spending some time together. Okay. Well, I just love that. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't that funny how you, I, you know, I did that a couple of years ago with one of your books and I can't even remember which one it was, but it was like, because I read them as you write them, you right. know? And so then by the time I get them and I was like, well, I'm going to read this. And I thought, well, reading this cover to cover is a very different experience <laughs> than just Something little pieces, else. bits and pieces of stuff. Yeah. So Okay, well, anyway, I love that. So you're going to be my shepherd um, okay. over the next little bit, which is why it tickles me to hear you say Jesus wins everyone because but that's right. Because mm-hmm. he does. I just want everybody to remember that Jesus mm-hmm. wins. He 2020 did not catch him by surprise. This dumpster fire of a year did not catch him by a surprise. He knew and he has a plan for it and it's all going to be okay. Hey, everybody, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about KiwiCo. I don't know about y'all, but Halloween is over, and so I am ready to put up my Christmas decorations. I never put them up this early, but with the way 2020 has gone, I feel like we all just need a little joy where we can find it, and I am ready to get the holidays in full swing. And while they may look a little different this year, the season of giving is upon us. So listen close if you have a child, a grandchild, a niece, nephew, or little cousin on your holiday list, because KiwiCo is the perfect gift. KiwiCo is a hands-on science and art project that your little elves have an option to being bored. They can work on one of KiwiCo's fun and innovative creative problem-solving crates delivered right to their door every single month. Caroline and I made a speaker from one of the kits, and it was a great way to pass the time during quarantine and do something fun and creative all at the same time. Plus, KiwiCo has so many kit options for all ages and all interests that cover everything from science to art. In this age of being on the computer or our phones so much of the time, I love that there's something fun that kids can do that's hands-on and creative. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. And while they might be unable to go to fun places for the holidays this year, you can gift them a cool experience with KiwiCo. 
Unboxing a new crate every month is almost as exciting as receiving it. And everything they need is inside each colorful crate so your child can get started right away. It encourages them to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. With different crates for all ages, there's something for every kid on your list. This is a great time to start a new holiday tradition. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart with KiwiCo. You can get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BIGBOO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com promo code BIGBOO. K-I-W-I-C-O dot com promo code Big Boo. Thanks, KiwiCo. And you know, I I think I I've, I know I've told you this. I feel like I we, we even talked about this some in Pasca. Um, but this year has been super clarifying for me. And so as hard as it's been, and as much as I have not liked it at times, and as heartbreaking as it's been at times, and as mm-hmm. as exhausting as it's been at times, as you try to figure out how to do as much of the stuff that you are accustomed to doing it, but you try to figure out how to do it in a new and different way so that, you know, you're loving your neighbor and, you know, trying to be as safe as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there have, there have been some good lessons in this year for me. Yes. And, um, and, and probably the biggest one is, uh, is about idols. Um, my own personal ones, <laughs> particularly, mm-hmm. um, and just also about creativity. I feel like I have learned a ton. So, I feel like 2020, I will, I'll, I will always look back at 2020 with a side eye, like n- no yes. question about it. Like, yes. huh. I, yeah. or I'll have to sip, you know, with a straw out of the side of my mouth when I talk yeah. about it, but, <laughs> but, um, there's, there's going to be some stuff. I feel like when I look back that I'm going to go, well, 2020 was a turning point as far as that goes. Yeah. And yeah. that's not a bad thing. Like it's change is hard. And sometimes we're, you know, we find ourselves being moved around and, um, things shifting around because of circumstances we never would have picked. And so, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad well, about it. And here, you know what, it's funny that you said that because we've been in our small group because we're my small group that's Wednesday nights, just because we're all kind of new to each other in a way, like we've just taken turns each week telling kind of our story mm-hmm. um, is the church folks would call it a testimony yes. um, each week. And so we've kind of, and last week was my turn. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just sat down and like plotted, you know, just kind of made like here things that, you know, cause it's kind of, it was the ideas of like your highs and lows where you've walked with Jesus. And so I kind of sat and I did it and I thought, you know what, it was such a good exercise. And I think that's why right now I'm feeling like, you know what, it's all going to be okay. Because I think before 2020, I would have told you that my hardest years were like 2007, 2008. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, we walked through a really hard time just financially and with my job and with just so many unknowns. And it was just a really scary time. And I, but it's funny because when I tell my story in hindsight, I'm like, those were years where God never became more real to me than Mm -hmm. he did in those years. And like the lessons that I learned and the things, and it was, is, is you tell your story, like, even as I got to the end, I was like, well, what's my lesson? And I thought, you know what my lesson is when I look at my life as I was like, it's always been Ephesians 320. Like God Mm -hmm. has always done more than what I asked or imagined. And here's Mm -hmm. the thing. There were a lot of times that in the moment that looked nothing like what I wanted it to look like. And right. in fact, look like the exact opposite of what I wanted it to look like. Yeah. Um, but he was still working. And so I thought, you know what, he's not any different now than he was then. So yeah, it just, I don't know. It was a good perspective going into this week with all the unknowns where I was like, it's, you know what, it's all going to be okay. So mm-hmm. that's if you'd open your hymn books to yeah. <laughs> number 39, bringing in the sheaves, <laughs> bringing in the sheaves. <laughs> I think um, that's so true. I mean, I think 2007, 2008, same, you know, for us, it was, oh, it was not good. Yeah. Um, It was really hard. And there were some foundational things that, that shifted and some stuff that fell away during that time that needed to shift and that needed to fall away. And Uh I think, I think I will look back and say the same for 2020 on a lot of levels that there are some things that have shifted. Some like I, I, I was having, I was having kind of a hard parenting moment yesterday. Not nothing happened, but just mm-hmm. some stuff in my head. Yeah. And 
I went walking and as I was walking, I was like, okay, I need to name, I need to name the lies that I'm believing Uh. in this, like in this present moment. And, and so I, I didn't say it out loud. Like I I wasn't walking around going, you know, I believe. And so, but um, because of that, like through that process of what are the lies I'm believing like right now? What is the actual truth? Mm-hmm. I, I, when I got in my car at the end of my walk, I thought there's something so powerful about being able to name something. Like mm. some, there's some, something so powerful about being able to identify it. And I think that probably most of us will get to the end of 2020 and, and in, we'll say it was hard, but I think we'll be able to name what was hard about it. You know, yes. like, yes. I think we will, we will be able to identify the thing that has been so challenging. And I think when you can do that, then you, then there's going to be growth. Like, yeah, that's good. And and so I think that, that that's not a collectively, that's not a bad thing for all of us to have had some time to identify some lies and some stresses and some, Uh uh, just, just all the things, some heartaches and heartbreaks and anyway, so that concludes, um, this week's (laughs) yes, the hour of power with, um, with Sophie and Melanie. Hey everybody, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about FUMA. When was the last time you gave any thought to your bed frame? If you're like me, maybe when you bought your mattress because they threw it in for free, well, you got what you paid for. There is no way this ugly hunk of metal fits your style. Give your bed and your whole bedroom an upgrade with The Bed by FUMA. FUMA has spent years and thousands of hours creating the perfect platform bed frame for modern living. It's super supportive for your mattress, it's breathable, and it's made to naturally minimize noise, which I love. The bed by FUMA is backed with a lifetime warranty, it ships right to your door, and it only takes about five-ish minutes to assemble with no tools, which is my kind of assembly. It couldn't be easier. And the bed actually helps create space. There's about nine inches of clearance between the bed and the floor which is plenty of room for just about anything that you need to tuck away or cram under there when you're cleaning, and I'm using air quotes. Thuma has high standards for both craftsmanship and aesthetics because each bed is handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality, upcycled, walnut-colored wood. You'll find beautiful, unique variations in the natural grain. The minimalist design helps elevate the look of your entire bedroom. And Thuma doesn't just talk the talk about being eco-friendly. They work with One Tree Planted to plant one tree for every bed frame sold. And the bed is Green Guard certified, which means a cleaner, healthier home. Upgrade your space with The Bed by Thuma. And right now, for a limited time, you can get free shipping on your order. Go to thuma.co slash bigboo. That's T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash bigboo to get The Bed by Thuma shipped right to your door for free. That's Thuma.co slash Big Boo. Thanks, Thuma, for sponsoring the Big Boo cast. All right. So any, besides, you know, your daughter solidifying her college plans, anything else happening this week or Listen, what's going on? We, well, like I said, I mean, a lot of, I've been doing a lot of dorm research, a lot of <laughs> looking into things. I did have to tell her this morning. I said, it's funny because they have her email for everything because, you know, now I'm just, all I'm supposed to do is write the checks like I'm right. out of the, so I said, Hey, you're going to really need to stay on top of your emails because this is your deal now. Like mm-hmm. this, like this is all you. So if we miss something, it's because you missed it. Um, but anyway, so we've had that, we had our homecoming game. We watched the Aggies. We had, we had a fair amount of trick or treaters, not nearly what I thought we would have given that it was a Saturday night and a time change. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had some, um, but a pretty calm Halloween. What about y'all? Did you was it a pretty calm Halloween? Oh yeah, it was super. It was a super calm Halloween. Yeah. Alex um, had some plans, but we did not have trick or treaters. Okay. Uh, but again, we hardly ever do because we don't have street lights. Yeah. So, I mean, well, and y'all's driveway is kind of treacherous. Yeah, it is. It really is. And so, if you trick or treat, and I, especially on our street, you got to want it. Like you, gotta, mm-hmm. yeah. You gotta really, listen. You gotta. You gotta be committed. Uh-huh. You did maybe have trained some beforehand. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we actually um, have been looking for a new kitchen table and chairs. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but of, of anything you could make me do, I mean, second only to shopping for fabric. Uh-huh. Um, 
shopping for furniture is one of my least favorite things. Uh, I, I won't go so far as to say that I hate it, but I kind of uh-huh. do. Like I yeah. just don't enjoy it. And so one of my former students works at a, a furniture and home store here in Birmingham. And I texted her about a month ago. I was like, will you help me find a kitchen table? So we went to that store on Saturday. And I mean, honestly, within five minutes, we were in agreement. We found something. We like, oh. it, was, it was so easy. We kind of got hung up on chairs just on what we wanted, but yeah, we got it done. So I felt like after that was over, like really somebody needed to throw me a small party. I well, just, yeah, that's you know, a huge accomplishment. Yeah. So we also need new um, tables to go beside our bed, mm-hmm. but it's the space is weird for mm-hmm. that. And um, because there's a door on my side of the bed, like that opens. And so, okay. so we went to this other furniture store because the, the, the friend of mine that I used to teach was saying some of like furniture has really slowed down coming in mm-hmm. the pandemic and shipping and all that kind of stuff. And so um, we went to another furniture store and when we when she was showing me different stuff and I was kind of like, yeah, and I think maybe that's too big. And so when I told her my measurements of kind of what we're looking for, she gasped, like she was like, (gasps) she was horrified. horrified. And she said, well, you're just going to have to have one table. And I was like, no, that's not an option. We want two tables. Well, Uh. so we didn't have any luck with that. Um, Okay. But what you need is a table and a plant stand is what's (laughs) happening. But we have two tables now. It's just that they're, well, that's a whole other thing. Okay. But so now I think my former student, I'm just going to give her the measurements and she's just going to look and tell me Perfect. what I'm, tell me what I'm getting. Okay. Essentially. Cause the last thing really, when you're shopping for furniture, you don't really find a lot of comfort. No. <gasps> oh no. Word. Well, no, that does not help. That mm-hmm. does not help the whole thing. Yeah. And she didn't mean, I mean, she was just, she was yes. shocked that we would, I think, work with such a, yes, such an a inferior, difficult, yeah, an space, inferior, such a small space, mm-hmm, just a really, uh-huh. mm. so uh-huh. anyway, so that was our, that was our exciting Halloween. And okay, um, well, that is, uh, what were you going to say? I said, that is exciting mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> but my favorite thing is that the weather after the storm came through, like it has really gotten cool here. Yes. And so late yesterday evening, I went and sat on our deck. I wrapped up in a blanket uh-uh. and I'm going to do it in, in just a little bit when we finish recording this. Oh, that's so nice. Sit that outside is, with a blanket. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's really cooled off. Like today it probably got up in the high seventies here, but I'll take that. Like I don't mind the high seventies, especially because the mornings are cool. And so, and at night it cools down. And so it has been delightful. I think it gets a little bit warmer towards the end of the week, but then we have, it looks like a legitimate cold front that comes through next week with some rain and the whole deal. So I can't wait for that. I know. Well, it's cold here. So okay. well, I, I for how long? Okay. Well, and I, because of that, I went back into my closet this weekend. Oh, I did. Oh, oh my. Listen. <laughs> I'm not playing around. Oh, goodness. Saturday, I went back into my closet because I had left some stuff down because I was like, it was still warm enough. And now we've passed that point where I'm like, even if it warms up, I'm not going to wear this. Like it looks too summery. It's not seasonal. Um, And I'm going to tell you that I did another massive clean out. How is there anything left at this point? I know. It's astounding because I hold on to stuff because in the moment I'm like, I feel sentimental or I hate to get rid of this, or this was an anthropology dress, but this time I didn't do the whole, like, how can I resell this? This feels, I was like, Nope, you know what? Here's the deal. That was a great dress. It served me well. I wore it five years ago. If I have an occasion to wear a dress again, I'm never going to pick this one out to wear. It needs to go. Like it needs to be gone. It needs to be gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what I did. So I, but really more than anything, I did get rid of, and then some bags. I've had some old purses that I was like, I'm never going to use these again. I'm never going to pull them down. Um, Because you and I both have that really nice leather tote now from um, Rural Route or Farmhand Company. And and so when I look at my other totes, I'm like, I'm never going to carry any of these because I have this other one. So I'm going to get rid of them. Like I'm I'm done. Have you gotten your Madewell tote in? I haven't. No, I'm waiting on it. I kept thinking, and that was part of my thing was I was like, I can get rid of all these inferior bags because I'm getting my Madewell tote, but it hasn't come in yet. Okay. So I don't know. 
what the holdup is with that. So, but I did do that. And then yesterday, Sunday after church, I went through Caroline's closet and I did a pretty major clean out of her closet too. Okay. And that felt really good. I just kind of organized it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of, sometimes I just like to go through that. I didn't even make her take part in it other than every mm -hmm. now and then I would say, are you going to ever wear this again? Or do you want this? But it just, you know, it's, it's a place where sweatpants go to die. And some right. of them you're like, this, it's time to get rid of these. Like, or we don't, we have all these socks that don't have a match. Mm -hmm. So anyway, all that to say, so I'm hitting Perry's closet tomorrow. Is okay. Yeah. I'm going full on. I'll buy you a ticket to Birmingham. If you'd like to, um, come go I through would. the Hudson's closets. Listen, I love cleaning out a closet. I mean, like I really do. Like there's something so cathartic about it to me. It's my, I don't know. I like doing it. So Okay. All right. So this week I have five favorites. It's my, my, um, my responsibility and my privilege, I would say this week to share my five favorites. Yes. And our delight to know. Thank you. So, um, and certainly we're, we're going to play some theme music now as we um, move mm -hmm. into that. But um, I have a varied list this week, and some of these things I think will be familiar to you. Um, and I will say, had I, when I made this list a couple of days ago, I would have added to it. So this is technically a sixth thing, but right now I have on those um, stars above lounge pants that you recommended, I think uh, back during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. They're a delight. They're so uh, good. They're a delight. Okay. So here are my, here are my five things. One is um, a pair of the boots from Anthropology that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Um, you know, I did the starter boot, but the boots at Anthropology went on sale. And um, this is the Dolce Vita Huey Suede Chelsea boot. Okay. And um, listen, if you're a high arch person, I'm going to tell you these will work for you. These boots oh, will work for you. Okay. And they're so cute. I got the black just because I really needed a pair of black boots, but um, they are comfortable. You can wear a thicker sock with them. They're tall enough that um, you can, you, you know, you could wear leggings with them. You could wear, but you could also wear jeans with them. There, you could wear a dress with them. Like they're darling. I'm a huge, okay. a huge fan. So I got them, I think either 30 or I think 30% off. Um, That's so a good deal. I think you could wait for them to go on sale again, but I'm a big fan. And okay. I think, no, I looked last night to see if that color that you liked, that like light taupe color, yes, if it was in stock, but not in a lot of sizes, it's not. No, no. And I love that light taupe color, but I think they're just, I think they're so cute. Yeah, they're good. Um, so my second thing in a completely different direction is something that I found at Target a few weeks ago. Um, it's the Everspring line of products that they have at Target. Have you seen these? No, I don't know about this. Okay. So it's over by like the Miss Myers and the Method and all those different kinds of stuff. But I got the Mandarin Ginger dishwashing liquid. What, what, no, wait. I got the Mandarin Ginger dishwashing liquid and the Mandarin Ginger foaming soap. Mm. You know how I like a citrus smell? Yes, you do. And so I also like a foaming soap. I'm, I have washed my hands so much in the last seven months. I don't want to have to work any harder than necessary. Yeah. So anyway, it smells great. And then Evergreen also makes laundry detergent and I got the lemon and mint scent. Mm. Oh, that's a good scent. It is refreshing and it is, there's not a hint of floral in that thing. Like it's just clean. And so I really like this little Everspring line. Okay. And so for, especially, and I think they do have some floral scents, but as somebody who does not care for that, um, this Mandarin ginger situation, and then this lemon and mint situation, that's a ticket for me. Okay. Okay. I like the lemon and mint. I'm going to have to check that out. I was in Target today, but I was in a hurry, but next time I'm going to have to go in mm -hmm. and, and find it. Yes. Um, okay. So the next thing is this past Friday night was our first football game where we really needed a coat. It was cold. And so I pulled out for the first time this year, a coat that I bought last year before David and I went to New York. 
Now, mine is Sam Edelman. It, I think it's a knockoff of this particular cape that you can buy on Amazon, which is the Orale thickened down jacket. I feel like it was on my Christmas gift guide last year. Um, okay. And I ended up getting the Sam Edelman because I could get it in black. And I think at that point, the Orle was out of stock or something. Um, and so I got the Sam Edelman that looked the same. It still looks exactly the same. Okay. But, um, because I wanted a black coat, but it's the faux. So the Sam Edelman version is the faux shearling line puffer coat. I think it's out of stock on Nordstrom now, but there are Orle's on Amazon and they're in the best colors this year. There's a bright yellow. There's a really vivid red. There's a metallic, like they're just really fun. But here's what I love about it. One, it has tons of pockets. Um, two, it is so warm. Like it's just the coziest coat. And then it has a hood that's got, um, it's not real shearling, but it's just got fake shearling in it. So um, just to, for that to sit over your head is warm. And it also has zips on the side. So you know how sometimes if you sit down and you have a coat that goes over your hips and you have to kind of shimmy to pull it down or whatever. Yes. You zip it on the sides and it kind of, it's like an expandable luggage. Like it just makes more room in your hip area when you sit down. So it doesn't feel super, super tight around you. And I love it. Okay. I love that. That's a good, that, that to me is so important when you sit in a coat that it, you have some give because otherwise it's just super uncomfortable. It is. It, it's like it mm -hmm. squeezes. So yeah. anyway, when we got ready to sit down at the ball game, I, I, I undid the zippers and David was like, what's that situation? Like, <laughs> like the whole thing, because I yeah. think, because it's a it's a, a coat that's really long in the back, so it's a great coat with leggings or jeggings or whatever. But you, like if you're going to cover your behind with your coat, you want to be able to sit comfortably in it. So anyway, yeah, yeah, okay. That's my third thing. Um, and then this fourth thing, I feel like this is going to bring you some real joy. I really I can't do. wait. I can't wait. Um, so I've listened to you talk about something for a long time. Yes, and. Last week I decided, or week before last, maybe I decided I was going to order it because <gasps> I had listened to you talk about it for a long time. Yes. And so I did and it came in and, um, it may have changed my life forever. And it is the living proof dry shampoo. I could not be happier. Listen, I could not be happier about this development. I. I was skeptical because yes. I had such a hard time with dry shampoo. Now I still really like the pros dry shampoo that I have used, Yeah, but I'm just going to give you an example. Thursday morning, I wake up, we have no power. Um, I've got to go to work because my boss has come over and cut up a tree in my driveway so I can get, get up it, get on to school. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't wash and dry my hair because again, no power. And so I'm, I'm at, and, and I'm on, I'm on day three also. Oh, I, I haven't mm. washed my hair in a couple of days since yeah. Tuesday. Dire straits. Dire straits. And, and listen, I got in there with that. I, well, I actually, I took it with me to school mm -hmm. and not knowing that the power was also out in my, in my office. So in my car, I just sit there and just, and listen, okay. it comes out strong. Yep. I, I, I don't adore the smell but I don't hate the smell like the smell is fine and it, fa it fades away yeah it does but I'm gonna tell you that it really did the trick like uh -huh. in a way that I feel like I have not experienced with other dry shampoo products okay okay yeah I think it to me is the best one like if you seriously have a, a situation going on uh -huh. and and the key That's is you have to yeah you have to shake it up really well uh -huh. to not get and it says it on the can you have to shake it really well to not have white residue but I think it really works yeah it, it it's it's really good and so uh this weekend I washed my hair I guess it was Friday morning and Saturday and Sunday I dry shampooed it um, for, I mean, I don't even really know why I just, just did. Okay. But because I would like to not wash my hair as often. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. But, and some dry shampoos too, they itch. Like uh -huh. if you, you know, if you use too much of it, but I, but that has not been my experience with the living proof. It, okay. It's, it's something. And so well, well I knew I was not going to wash my hair Sunday. So Saturday night I uh, 
sprayed it in before I went to bed and pulled it back. And then I, it was fine the next day. Okay. Well, now I have recently heard, I just want to add this. So Jen Reed, who is sister studio on Instagram, who I follow. And I think she was the first person that I heard about the living proof from, or maybe yeah. not the first person, but it was, it made me want to go get it. But she has now said with the living proof dry shampoo that the way she uses it is first day hair. Like when she has clean yes. hair, before she goes to bed that night, she uses the dry shampoo and that that keeps your hair from ever getting oily or dirty to begin with. Like you almost use it preventatively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have not tried this yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I may try it. I'm actually going to get my hair colored tomorrow. So I, I won't try it then, but maybe the next time I wash my hair, I'm real curious to see how it holds up. If you start the very first day using it. Hey, I'll do it tonight. Cause okay. I watched mine this morning. I'll do it tonight. I'll, well, we can't I'll wait to mine. hear. Mm -hmm. So, so you weren't kidding. I mean, it's really good. It's okay. Really I'm good. so happy. Mm -hmm. um, so here's my last thing. This will not be a surprise to anybody, but after my day of furniture shopping on Saturday, um, I came home and I rewarded myself with season four of somebody feed feel. Uh, let, uh. let, let me just tell you, I cried so many times. <laughs> I cried so many times. Um, Aaron, our friend Aaron Moon texted me today and she was like, Phil sharing his dessert in Rio de Janeiro. And I was like, oh, yes. no. um, I loved it so much. And I really like tried to think about it when I was watching it. Uh -huh. in this season, he goes to Rio de Janeiro. He goes to San Francisco. He goes to Singapore. He goes to the Mississippi Delta. Uh -huh. um, which we had a little, we had a little hint about that. Yes. Traveling to my home state. And then, um, he goes to Hawaii and okay. I, there are so many moments that like, I, that I feel like I will remember for a long time. <laughs> it just, here's the thing. When the bulk of your year has been to some degree trying to almost feeling like you can't relax, you know, yes. not like been a lot of levity and not a lot of downtime. Uh -huh. His vulnerability with people really gets me like his willingness yeah. just to sit down and lean into the situation. Come what may. Uh -huh. um, but there were just so many moments, especially San Francisco and the Mississippi Delta episode where okay. I was like, this is what it, this is what it means to be human, you know? Uh -huh. It's so good. It's okay. just as beautiful as the other three seasons. Um, but to see him in Memphis, to see him in Cleveland, Mississippi, to see him, like to see him in parts of the world that, you know, I've just lived in or lived around my whole life. Yeah. was really, really, really sweet. And there's one meal he has in Memphis um, that the picture of him around that table and the, the way everybody, um, enjoyed one another around that table is something that I don't want to forget. It's fantastic. Uh, so I cannot recommend it enough. It, it was, I was sad it was over, you know? Okay. Okay. I well, I watched, I'm, I'm trying to make it last. So I watched Rio, I think on Friday night, I mm -hmm. watched Rio which I loved. I thought mm -hmm. it was so great. And it was fascinating to me how 2020 has changed our, because when he did that opening scene and he's looking out over that, and I'm like, look at all, all those, those people <laughs> gathered together on that beach. Like yes. that, it, like, it's crazy how weird that looks now. Uh -huh, You're like, exactly. you know, it was, um, and it made me sad because I was like, golly, I want to, I want to go back to that. I don't want to be on that beach with all those people, but I do want to go back to the days where we can all be like that again. Mm -hmm. Um, but I loved it. I thought the Rio episode was so good and it made me, um, it made me excited to watch more, but then I switched over and watched the Queen's Gambit episode one, which I've heard great things about. Listen, I really, here's what I'm going to say. Like at first I was like, this is about a chess prodigy. I don't know, but I'm like, there's really nothing else. And the crown doesn't, the crown actually comes out November 14th, I think, okay. which is what I'm living for. Sure. But I was, but I like the queen's gambit because something 
about it, the way it's filmed and the way it moves reminds me of the crown, like, mm-hmm. you know, in a strange way. I mean, totally different stories and it's a little bit dark, but this time of year, like as we're coming up to the fall, I don't mind something that's like a little bit more pensive. And so, right. um, I don't know. It's, it's, so I've only watched the first episode, but I'm intrigued. I will continue to watch it. Okay. I'm interested in it too, mm-hmm. just because I keep seeing things pop up about it. Mm-hmm. The San Francisco episode of Somebody Feed Feel, he, he spends some time with Thomas Keller, who you know, is the, the chef at French Laundry and different mm-hmm. in the family, like has, has been sort of the founder and head guy for other restaurants in that area. And there was something about that whole time together. Like I could, I could write a book chapter about it. I feel like like watching those two together, watching Thomas Keller interact with his chefs. Um, okay. There's a lot of leadership in, in that, little, uh, that little section. And so it's so great. Like, okay. so here's what I'm saying. If you, if you listen to this episode and you find yourself in an exhausted place for whatever reason, at yes. the end of the week, um, I think, I think somebody feed feel could, could be some good medicine. So, okay. And remember that Jesus wins. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He wins. So all that to say, I guess that's it. I don't even know what number this episode is. No, this is 209. This is 209. Oh, it is? Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought it was 210. Well, I think that's because I got ahead one week and and probably sent you some stuff that said 209, uh, 209, but okay. Well, 210 next week. All right. Something to look forward to. That's right. All right. Well, hang in there, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye.